Life Audio. you've listened to the happy rant for a long time you will know that for years and years we partnered with dwell bible the best audio bible app available out there and they are sponsoring these last three episodes of the happy rant dwell bible if you're not familiar with it is like i mentioned the best audio bible available there are multiple narrators there are multiple versions They offer listening plans, so if you want to listen through the Bible in a year, or go at a more reflective pace, or focus on the letters of Paul, or any number of other things, they have plans that will let you do that. The benefits of an audio Bible are are so many. Uh, Oftentimes, life is too busy to sit down and read, especially if you have small children or if you're on the road a lot. But an audio Bible is something you can do in the midst of something else. So while you're working out, while you're doing yard work, while you're doing chores around the house, while you're commuting... The car is one of the best times. The Bible is then with you. You can listen to it. You can reflect on it. You can rewind and listen again. If you're a Bible teacher or a preacher, this is a great way to infuse the text into you while you prepare to teach or preach. So I want to invite you to visit dwellbible.com slash happy rant to check this out, see all their features, and they are offering 30 days free. It's a subscription service. And it is well worth your money. I've been a subscriber now for years. I love it. I use it regularly. Again, that's dwellbible.com slash happy rant to get 30 days free. And I'm I'm pretty sure that after that, you will say, this is absolutely worth it. I want to pay for the ongoing subscription. I would encourage you to pay for the lifetime subscription because they are regularly rolling out new features, new narrators, new versions, and they're building this whole thing out to better serve their audience, and provide new ways to engage with Scripture. Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio (laughs) by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, these are the last three eps of our life. Where are these people going to find three middle-aged white guys who have a podcast? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> people keep giving me recommendations for other shows, none of which I remember, uh, that are like, they're just like the Happy Rant. You would love them. And I'm like, I'm not even sure I like the Happy Rant. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, That's why we're quitting. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm probably we're looking for something different. Dude, how know? insulting is that? You know, like what you guys are doing, there's so many other things exactly like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one, so one of them is by three doing. famous people. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of a compliment. I think I'll it's called that. Smartless. Yeah. yeah, Smart. Well, that is what. Well, you don't think it's called Smartless. It is called Smartless. I know. I say I don't. I it don't. is three famous. It's okay. Jason Bateman. I couldn't remember the actual name. Uh, See, John Hayes, and uh, yep. who's the guy from? Uh, I can't think. If of it's not about football, I don't listen to it. Yeah, you guys know. You guys I listen to offensive line podcast. Who is it? Ed Arnett. No, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Will Arnett, Bateman, John Hayes. Which of us is which? If it's just like us. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I'm definitely not Sean Hayes. I think you are, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll have to receive that. Yeah, receive it. it. You know, chew on it. I'll have to to receive that. I think I want to be Bateman. Everybody wants to be Bateman, though. Oh, I can't stand him, so I'll happily take the third I'll take Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, is I'm probably the most obvious Bateman. Oh, you're the Bateman. Give me, give me like uh, I mean, 30 think, seconds on why you're Bateman. I don't know. I just think I'm a little more obvious Bateman. Than when I look at you guys, I don't see Bateman. I don't see Sean Hayes. 
Yeah, thank I'm you. Not, <laughs> I'm not sure I see what, maybe a little Will Arnett. Dude, I, I think I'm way too masculine knuckle dragger to be Sean Hayes. I'm too much of a troglodyte, so that's off the table. Yeah. Um, I don't know what troglodyte means, though, but that's. Uh, yeah, Sean Hayes you wouldn't would. like it. Um, that must be a football term. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. What are they teaching you there at Midwestern? You gotta, you've almost got a doctorate. You've got to learn mean, some vocab, know. baby. And here come it. the troglodytes. The, yeah. you know, give it up for the Denver Raiders. Yeah, yeah, know, exactly. Whatever, you know? Exactly. Um, boys, we did something. I, I wonder if the people have noticed this dynamic. I feel like the minute we decided to end the program, the episodes got better. And we started having fun with them again. And, um, you know... It's, it's, can I tell a little bit about what we're talking about backstage, how that came about? Yeah. So they had done an app where they, and after the app, they it was had, one of the two or three dozen that Ronnie wasn't on. Right. Per um, month. Guys, I'm busy doing other more it's unsuccessful a things, yeah, like right. I said earlier. Um, so they do the, the app. Midwestern and then work the, ethic. You've and then, got. The next, then the next week, it's me, and, uh, it's me and Pipe doing the app. And so after the app, Pipe literally goes, Hey, man, so I need to run something by you. Uh, me and Ted were talking about, like, maybe it's... I said, oh, we're done. We're done. Let's be done. Like, he didn't even get the word I was going to sort of soft pitch it, not sure how any yeah. grand Literally, four was, would there feel. There might be tears. There was like this whole telepathy telepathy I said, I, oh, no, we are shutting this thing down. No, that, that's interesting to me that you're so, you were so quick to hit the, the trigger on shutting was, it down. I was ejected immediately. But, but you seem so conflicted about it tonight. Well, I caught him mid-sabbatical, one of the few he takes well, per year. One of the and, mid uh, which one? Yeah. Yes. Right. So, I mean. and, and so it was, it, I think it was a particularly like Criticizing a guy for time. knowing how to live life. It's yeah. amazing. It was an especially yeah. hard sabbatical. You know? <laughs> was the meal a, was a little very, slow coming out. You know, if I could get into this for a minute, I would be able to tell you that indeed it was a hard sabbatical. Mm. That's for another time in another place. Okay, yeah. That's until next time. You should start a podcast called Hard Sabbatical. And it, dude, it would engage a lot dude, of things that are... Hard Sabbatical has legs. I, I know, dude. Hard I want Sabbatical to, has You know legs. I want a little piece of the action, though. I will, you can you know. talk to my guy after yeah. the thing. But uh, I think Hard Sabbatical has legs. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm... I, so I, I'm, I'm so nostalgic, baby. That's yeah. the problem. Talk about that. Oh, are, you just, feeling, um, are you feeling nostalgic for, like, this already? Like, what we've, what we've accomplished over the last You know what decade? it is? I'm in a, this is what it is. Like, I remember, Our achievements? I remember going to shows such a long when list. I was a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'd go to shows, and the band would be breaking up. Mm. And the thing was always for me, like, why can't you just keep going? Yeah, Like, sure. give me a reason why you can't just record more songs. Sure. What's the biggie? Yeah, you know? and they're like, we so, hate each other. We're throwing plates yeah, in each other's heads backstage. Right? Like, it's like but, literally violent. Gee, it's for easy. Us to make yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking at all these great people, and I'm thinking they're going to get ready to like say that to us in between segments. Right? Yeah, it's like, why can't you just keep doing this? Because you know old. what? You know what I see when I look out there? I see a bunch of strong Midwesterners who are going to set their jaw and be just fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> these people are made of strong stuff, so dude. they're just going to lie. That's what I found. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lie through the tears. The, the quietest, you know? the quietest <laughs> liars. Look, I've everybody ever met. lies yeah. about something. Southerners lie about being nice. Midwesterners lie about being fine. West Coasters, totally. I don't know what they, they're, they're just liars. They're well, just, they don't have time to lie. They're they they lie with like botox. They're having and too stuff. much fun to yeah. lie. Um, you're gonna have to get on the chaise lounge with your therapist and do the hard work of of talking through this thing. Okay? Baby, you just assumed everybody here's a Midwesterner. How many people are Midwesterners? Here. Yeah, every, shout out the Midwest. Every Let's go. single person. Let's it was go. a correct assumption. Hey, Florida. we got a Floridian. Love it. Floridian. Dad, this, he didn't raise his hand. There was like there was a half any, a dozen uh, Any nine. West Coasters so I don't feel so alone here? Oh, I feel alone. Zero. Yeah. I am quite alone. <laughs> None. I am quite alone in the world. Wait a minute. I thought you were the small town pastor. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I mean... <laughs> 
Only for thirteen years, yeah. Hey, somebody. These are your people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know a title like that. Um, But boys, the episodes have had a certain. They've had a certain kind of energy the last few weeks as we've wound things down here, and we're going to wind them out in style tonight. But we did one last week where we did some like kind of misty-eyed, backward gazing at high school. We took this kind of period of our life. Uh, We talked about it. We talked personas. We did some storytelling. And the feedback on that has been tremendous. So I thought for this first step, we would do that with college or like college age uh, memories. So like when we were in our early 20s, getting established. (laughs) I know, baby. Um, So I'm going to go grab something to eat real quick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go go, go grab a break. Um, You can take a little sabbatical during the app, Mm. you know. I love Um, that. Love that. But kind of the way kind of the way we did this last time was we can just talk about where we were in life, kind of what our context was, what life looked like, and then I'll I've got questions. So um so yeah. Early early twenties, college. Baby, can you be more specific? Like get get us down the road a little bit with that. Yeah, so okay. So let's go end of high school through like senior year of college. Um so that's like eighteen to twenty two. I was graduating from Blackford County High School there in uh, Empty Factory, Indiana, Hartford City. Shout out Hartford City and um, going I up the Empty road. Empty Factory was actually a city name because isn't there like a gas city, Indiana? There is gas city. So I'm like Empty yeah. Factory sounds like legit. We played. City we name. played Gas City. They were dirty. Those guys, but um, I don't but know. No, why I was, gas I was, City. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it sounds like a dream. Such a great town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great town. A lot of dreams in Gas City. Yeah, yeah. A lot of dreams. Um, but no, I matriculated up the road to, to Taylor University. Did you to... know the word matriculate at that age? Like, were you the, were you, were you the 18 year old who used the word matriculate? I've never used that word in any of my writing. I, I did, but I learned it in football. There was this coach called Hank Stram who used to say matriculate the ball down the field. Dude, could there be a more <laughs> coachy <laughs> name than Hank Stram? In the no, history? I wish my name was Hank Stram. Yeah. I'm going to call, I'm going to start a podcast called the Hank Stram show. I mean, if a coach <laughs> came up be. and said, my name's Hank Stram, my first response is, that's a lie. Yeah. Oh, that's probably because you're a Midwesterner. My first response yeah. is, when do I go to work for you? <laughs> yeah, I'll do anything. Hire me. Hank Stram. Clean when's the offices, the last, break the down the film. the last time literally a child was born and the parents named him Hank? Dude, there's probably hipsters ironically oh, dude, naming their kid Hanks. 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 Do you guys Hanks, have a Hanks Hank? on the way back. You mean Henry? Dude, let's though. go. Hey, no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. like Hanks. Breaking news. I'm going to queue up the breaking news jingle. Good. We have uh, we have a couple here in the here in the crowd. They have a kid named Hank. So oh. how old is your Hank? Fourteen. Oh, you're, like your hipster Hank. That's not new. That's like, not new school. Sub, sub Hank. seven years old. There's a ton of Hanks out there. But is he you, named you, Henry for real? That's amazing. It's straight Hank. That's outstanding. I would only ever yeah. do a straight <laughs> Hank if I had. He's a son. washing his hands of the decision. <laughs> I had a daughter, so I had no choice in the matter. See, that's, Can so, you name a daughter, Hank? I don't know. You could probably do anything you want you now. These days you do whatever you want. Um, yeah. Talk to my wife. Maybe we there, can rethink yeah, no, that. Hank, She's only 28. So Hank, Hank is, <laughs> Hank go, is like yeah. all of the other sort of classic dude names that are, that are back with No, I know. They're kids, back with a vengeance. Kids who are poorly disciplined We're gonna and whatever this couple, else. You're like, we already no, no. I said they're know. hipsters. They did it early. They're like seven, eight years ahead of the trend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So where we were at kind of in life. So for me, it would have been Taylor University. I'm in this like gilded north face campus i'm one of the hundred dirtbags that's there to play football trying to figure out my persona trying to meet girls um met my met my lady there yeah was the uh was the football persona at taylor like long hair conan the barbarian look like did everybody just sort of constantly look unshowered stringy no you were one you were like one iteration after us ours was like buzz cut t-shirts a couple sizes too small Okay. Um, maybe like a ripped up flannel, work boots, a lot jeans. of a lot of creatine involved. A lot of creatine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. None of our kidneys were healthy. You know. 
Um, just kind of stomping around, trying to fit in, trying to, trying to figure stuff out, um, trying to figure out what we believed, you know, uh, it was, it was a different time. Um, so where, where were you? You were at Wheaton. I did go to Wheaton. So yeah, yeah. moved from Minneapolis to Wheaton and discovered that there are places in the world where only white people live. Um, Wheaton is one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And, uh, or Indiana. (laughs) Uh, Easy. That was, that was, uh, that was shocking to me. Um, in its own right, after being at a pretty pretty diverse high school and living in the inner city, and uh, so I uh, made the adjustment to Wheaton. Sort of, I was uh, I had a fantastic college experience that did not involve going to class. Mm. So I was on academic probation after one semester and stayed on it for at least two more. All right, I, I want I want to lean into that. So um, you're oh, Wheaton. You. You're kind of feeling yourself. You're out, you're out of the the household of John Piper, and that first <laughs> that first little report card drifts through his transom, and you're on academic probation. Oh, it's they, not like now. So dude. here's the thing. Great, like the great thing about college is they don't send your grades to your parents. Yeah, they send them to you, and you get to decide what you tell your parents. Yeah. And uh, I tried to play that one off. I didn't do a very good job. But I will also say, if uh, if you've grown up in the household of John Piper and you want to escape his shadow, going to his alma mater. Is stupid. Not great. Um, yeah, not day, great. Day one of college, move-in day. I think I've told this story. I love this story. So yeah. move-in day, you know, drive up in the big minivan loaded full of suitcases and whatever else, and uh, walk into the dorm to check in. And uh, I check in, and, and the, the girl checking us in is like, oh, there's a, there's a guy who's been waiting over here for you for like two hours. It's like, oh. Who? I don't know anybody in Wheaton. Mm-hmm. And I look, I don't know who this guy is. It's a guy who just lived in town. He's my, he my age and uh, was a huge fan of my dad's and just really wanted to help me move in. That so must he have waited. felt so validating, a huge fan of your dad's. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, so right. great. Yeah, I'm here to escape my dad's shadow. So a guy who's a big fan of my dad's yeah. waits to help me move into college, which means he knows where I live and what room I live in. I'm yeah. like, this, this right. isn't at all creepy. Thanks for affirming me, Hank, is yeah, what yeah, you right. wanted to was, say, right? It's, it was he's awesome. here tonight, actually. It's Josh Fires, everybody. Let's clap it up. No. Uh, gave Hank's him a free drink. ticket to the show. <laughs> yeah, Hank's true. Um, but yeah, so that so, – yeah, so the uh, – my parents were surprisingly cool about me being a terrible student. I think because they basically were like, well, he's either going to figure it out or flunk out. Mm-hmm. And uh, flunking out would save them a lot of money. So, so what was your, what was your kind of personal lifestyle. rubric? And then we'll, we'll get to Ronnie's context and I'll do some more questions. What was your personal like skipping class paradigm? Did if, you feel guilty or did you like run it through like a, a mental checklist? Like, no, I, I had, do this, I had a, if you grow, if you grow up in John Piper's house, mm-hmm. Uh, you either feel guilty all the time or you learn to kill all guilt. Okay. I fall in the latter category. There, I had to learn go. how to that feel avoid. guilty. That's called sanctification. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and so I didn't feel guilty about anything. Mm. And uh, my, my decision-making process was, this class seems like a waste of time. I'm yeah. not going. Yeah. That was so, it. That was the entirety of it. Which AKA school. Now, now, yeah, well, the thing is, now wow. that I have a 17-year-old, I'm like, that's profoundly stupid. And also, I can... It makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I kind of still think it makes sense. So here's it, my... It does, except that you've paid for it. So like the calculus of what makes something worth it is, uh, has expanded as I've gotten older. I'm like, oh, there's an investment in this. I should probably at least give a modicum of effort. At least. Yeah. Here was my process. So my parents are in the, in the house tonight. Let's clap it up for Ted and Karen. We'll clap it up for my parents. <laughs> the original Ted. Yeah. And they were... They were kind enough to help send me to Taylor, and, and they weren't real, like, 
staunch check-in on the academics people, but, but I remember a message of like, don't skip class, you know? Um, I probably got that one too. Yeah. And I was like, I need to, I need to honor this. I really want to honor my parents and not skip class. But then my process was like, I would get in there and if I was bored, <laughs> I would, I would begin to like see where the doors were and see where I was in relationship to the door. And if the class was big enough, I would just kind of scoot out, you know? Uh, so I was so many a, tricks. That's like I was, a, yeah, I was a big leave early guy. Um, <laughs> and it was tough if the class was small. Cause yeah. I really, Baby, do you have anybody in your classes now that try to pull that maneuver? They don't, dude. Yeah, they don't. Um, if they, they did, it would change hurt my the feelings. Door shut. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely hurt my feelings. But baby, where were you in the in the kind of eighteen to twenty two? Well, dude. So realm all right, of your life. So so John Francis Martin, mm-hmm. my dad. He was uh, so Francis he was, is coming back too. Yeah, by Francis the way. come back big. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a self made man. Okay. And what I mean by that is he was he was kind of one of these super anti education guys. Mm. So there was no encouragement towards college. It was okay. like, get a real job, son, you know, kind of a thing. He's like, son, I want you That's to grow good. up and you get a podcast music. with two yeah. other middle-aged yeah. men. No, so he was like, he'd like, be so proud. Electronic music. I'm it's like, what if I job. want to be a doctor, dad? He goes, oh, you should figure it out on your own. You know, it's one right. of those things. Self-taught, bootstrap right. it. Yeah. So he was like the guy that was <laughs> he got like. the boots part. Yeah. yeah. He was right. like we the guy that. that was like, you can go to college, but I wouldn't recommend it. You should come work for me. You know, he was that There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so John, I don't, I don't know. Which is what, what all kids in our tribe are doing now. So. I mean, th- I mean my, my third run through 30 seminary, years too early. just coming to an end, I don't know. What, that should have woken this guy up from the dead. Yeah. He's been dead since 07, right? Yeah. So it is insane to me that this is what happened yeah. in my life. My after, kid can't stop going to colleges now. Right, yeah, know? right. It's right. like Perpetual an addiction. College. Yeah. And that, that would be, I mean, that would be the John thing. Uh, yeah. You send these kids to college, that's all they want to do. They're never going to work. You know, it's like yeah, one of right, those right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sabbatical in college sums up a good portion of your life, so he may be on to I mean, I don't even know if I'm his son. You, you know need a Covenant Eyes guy for, like, college applications. Hey, we didn't do paternity tests. We didn't do paternity <laughs> tests back then, you know? There was, there was no, there's no proof that I'm this guy's kid. You're like, oh, this um, degree program in ministry that meets in Dubai twice a year. That sounds good. You know, yeah. maybe I need, I need this credential. You know. Actually, I just want to teach that now, right? There you are. Yeah, yeah, that's the move, dude. He wants the Australian. That's where the real money is. That's where me and Jared C. Me and Jared C. <laughs> are going to start a seminary out in Dubai. Oh, I know. Um, by the way, Jared C. and Becky C. in the house, right there, back there. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know we were going to acknowledge them. Okay. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Ronnie's employer, you know. <laughs> you know. A couple so, days a week, clean the pool, no big deal. Just in and out a couple hours. Yeah. Just get the chemicals right. Um, so that was my story. Yeah. So my story was skipping. Out. So I skipped out of my senior year of high school. I only need to take Bible class in English. So I only went to school one hour a day during my senior year. Mm-hmm. Worked for the old man and graduated as valedictorian with, wait for it, a 3.5. That a boy. 3.5. Yeah. Didn't you say that was because of tenure? You had to have tenure there. So whoever was there the longest, you, you added it all together, and that's the guy that, you know, that won. Mm, you know, nice so time. Ivan was the guy who actually probably had a 5.6, right? He was the guy going to the Ivy League school. Tough little deal this. for Ivan. A lot of Tough little there. deal for Ivan. I remember going up to Ivan's. I just said, dude, I'm so sorry. I know this is yours. To which he replied, I know. So I know. Did you have to give a speech as valedictorian? Yeah, so I had to. So this is what I had to do. I had what to was give, the nature of it? I had to give a speech. Follow your dreams kind of I thing? Had to, yeah, I had, yeah. To play, <laughs> I, had to do, I had to play a piano solo. Oh. Like, I did the whole show. I don't even know what else. What, what, no, it was a it was a graduating class of nine people. Okay, small private school. Nine people. Wow, nine must have taken forever. But there were hundreds yeah. of people at the graduation somehow. <laughs> Man, you started. You started, that you started the small church pastoring thing. I, I really yeah. did. That's what I'm saying. So, did you there's get some to? Cloud there. Yeah, there's some there's some cloud, there's some background. Yeah. Did you get to pick the piano number, or did they assign it to you? 
No, so it was an original. Did you play some like Smiths song no, or man, some no, like is, Morrissey thing? Just or... so funny, and this is so on brand for me too. I yeah. told I told Big M this the other day. I literally went up and just made something up. There you go. That's all it was. I just vamped because yeah. I can vamp, you know. And I, I vamped something for four minutes, and it was like, oh my gosh! Can I? Just one woman comes up, and goes, Ronnie, you got to give me some sheet music on that. And I mm. said, no problem. Get right on it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, walk me through the speech. How Were you going to what, like five to seven minutes? You're oh, shuffling dude, your notes? No, or I mean, what, what? It, was, it was... No like, cards? Three by like, fives? No cards. No? Okay. It was one minute. <laughs> I thanked my parents for like mm. going broke the last, you know, 11 years of my private school education. Your dad wasn't there. He was at work. You know, well, so here's the, the funniest the part about it. Yeah. So the old man had not made my tuition payment yet that month. <laughs> yeah. And when they handed me the diploma, it was blank. Oh, it was blank. They were messing around. I mean, it's insane. They would hand me a blank to pl- like, like. They didn't know like, if he was good so for costless, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm walking up there like every other kid, and I get it, and I, I you know, I, I, un- I unscroll that thing, and I'm like, they must have made a mistake, son of a. And I literally went up to the teacher. I said, "Hey, look, this thing's blank," and he goes, "I hate to tell you this right now, because I know this is a big night for you, but uh, Dad <laughs> hasn't made the tuition payment yet." Hey, you know, money never sleeps, right? You know, so. Yeah, there's some interesting developments. With you know, in these non-accredited little Christian high schools, you're not allowed to put words on the diploma right. if you well, don't have accreditation. Nobody knows how to write words <laughs> yeah, yeah, in those exactly. non-accredited Christian high schools. It's all theoretical. So, um, stepping on some toes there. Yeah, yeah, stepping on some toes. So what did, so, you, what did you do after? So you graduated valedictorian and sprung board, springboarded from so all I of this already, success into Yeah, it's, it's all working music for stuff. Pops. All music stuff. Working for Pops doing working music. Working for Pops. Yeah. Because it, it, it was a schedule that kind of, you know, he gave me time to like do that stuff. So was spending every drop on equipment. Dude, I have a laser-specific question on that. Yeah, throw it out there. Because when we get in this like backward-gazing headspace, I get real John Hughesy with it, and I'm yeah, like yeah. writing the movies of these things in my mind. I mean, it was very John Hughesy, if I'm being honest. No, I know, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it's super funny. I mean, it, 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 it was the era. It was the era. It was the era. It is John Hughes, right? Yeah. So as, as you're like, you're going to work at your, at your Pops trucking yeah. company. Did like the, hating hating every well, solitary that was my question yeah. were you were you all kind of mopey and slouchy oh, about it so like mopey. oh i'm an artiste i'm so mopey i hated yeah. every minute of it dude and how much did like the real workers there like resent you did they hate your guts dude like this is just the the owner's kid dude, you know no, because the old man <laughs> like they see in the break room they don't talk to you I mean, he's or? like the ex-navy guy right so uh-huh. he's like so there's so he has so much gosh darn integrity yeah that like he's like, making you do like it. He's, he's making, making you do, do the work more than them. Right? Yeah, no, I like it, that. Dude. He doesn't want it to yeah. look like good that. Good for him. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, good for him. No, yeah, good for sure. him. Pipe and I support him. That's right. yeah, I don't. He's I a good don't. father. <laughs> yeah. How about supporting some nepotism, boys? That's what <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, dude, so, so yeah. he's making. He's he's got a broom in your hand. You're there five minutes before. No, I mean I'm I'm driving. He he owned a delivery service, so I'm doing I'm doing everything. Yeah. I'm doing everything. Wow. And I'm, I'm doing all the grunt stuff that nobody wants to do. I'm making deliveries at like Big Rick? 18 o'clock at night. No, well, I don't know. No, no, I no, drive yeah. that way yeah. at 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm driving the little delivery courier there you cars. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of a thing because I can't drive trucks. Yeah. Because you can't get insured at that age, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're doing your part, though. I was doing my part, yeah. man. I was making, yeah. you know, making some cash. Yeah, buying equipment, buying, buying gear. Buying equipment, that's all we were doing. Dreaming big dreams dreaming of the boys there dreams. in the band. Yeah. None of them were going to come true as big as this dream has come true of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know. We had 75 uh, people in a room. What could be bigger? You so know? then I had this. <laughs> I had <laughs> well, some goodness, offers. I just, <laughs> so ironically, you know. I had some offers to go to seminary, uh-huh. like, at that time. It was the weirdest thing, because I was... Sort of had one foot in ministry and offers ministry like you're a recruit, like you're a kind five of. star, like you're Justin kind Fields, of. you know. Like, well, it was some of these like <laughs> seminaries that you didn't have to like apply to get into, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. It was more like church based, like Bible camp yeah. seminary, you know. 
What are, they, are they sending you letters in the mail? They got the letterhead. They're like, Ronnie, we'd love to see you. Aren't you like, based we, out of like Moscow, Idaho or anything? No, no, okay. Moscow, Idaho. Easy, Easy, we'll, Easy get <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. I like that guy. It's my but guy. I turned them all flat yeah. down. I turned them all flat down because I said, someday I'm going to pay a lot of money to go to three seminaries. Yes, and that's, that's exactly right. what I did. Yeah, I stuck to my principles. I'd rather wait till it's more expensive. I'd rather the degree wait till it's more expensive less. and yeah. completely irrelevant. <laughs> right, and, and, and uh, I'm old and tired, and my mind is old less and tired. Yeah. Is literally yeah. so angry. <laughs> Mainly in in my current state at Jared C. Wilson, who roped me into this last one. Yeah. Now, what's that dynamic yeah, like? Are you no. um, are you calling him at night with like like questions on the homework, or are you laying there on the bed with Maybe your I'm like, just like, I'm, like your legs kicked tw- up twirling and the, twirling, twirling the, the yeah twirling the phone cord? I mean, I'm, I'm just str- I'm just like str- Jared. I'm having trouble on number three. You know, <laughs> well, <I'm> just, <laughs> like, I'm, what'd I'm you like, get for it? Well, I'm just, I get I'm just it. struggling with friendship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I feel I feel like because he's on staff at, at Midwestern, yeah. like I just got kind of roped into this thing without yeah. knowing why or how, and before I know it. You know, here I am, like, doing the program, and I don't know what kind of money he's skimming off the top of my degree. I, yeah, I don't exactly. have any idea huge, about huge what's going money. on with that stuff. There's There's so nice money pool, and, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, just know, I just know that I'm a guy that just finished writing a dissertation, but my boy Jared C., who's doing the program at the same time as me, not quite done yet, if you get my drift. <laughs> oh, but he I did see. sign six book contracts in the time he was yeah, supposed correct. to be writing a dissertation. Yeah, correct. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. There so a little that. tough in the lunchroom. You got your, your lunch. You it's see Jerry at a table. You're a little reticent to go over. I get it. It's a little I, tough in the we've lunchroom. We've all been there. So as you think about this time of life, and this could be now for you, actually. Let's do this. <laughs> let's For Pipe and I, let's do backward gaze in college stuff. Let's do current for you since you're in college. Yeah. You're a requisite, like... <laughs> You got the, you got the, you're, I'm supposed to be excited because you're wearing a backpack, you know, and you're, Boys, you're I'm not in. I just finished my paper. I'm good. You're riding the I'm longboard good. to class, you know? Did, yeah. Clap it up. You just finished the paper. Did you, did you make your payment this semester? You know, little I, MLA style. I don't really care the, if the diploma has anything on it, man. See, I'm used to getting the blank diploma. Did you right? get the formatting right in the MLA, the source citation? I literally have no idea. Inside the parentheses? Said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with a page. Formatting? How do we know what that word means? So, Piper, as you think about this like college era of your life, what were like, um, what was like maybe a, a song and a movie that like influenced you? As you think about your pop culture consumption, oh man, um, they they kind of helped. They were planks in the persona platform. I feel like maybe a song, a record, a movie, whatever, whatever you think. That's a good question. I mean, this was the era when movies were called like "She's So Crazy," right, and stuff like that. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> She's so crazy. It's a classic. They're, they're yeah. playing like Fatboy Slim songs. It was, it was yeah, yeah. Everybody's like choreographing in the gym, right? It's right. that's your era, right? No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that's early two thousands. Yeah. I'm not so, knocking it. John so, Hughes was not like you know. Yeah, well, no. College was. was yeah. uh, College was shocking, I'm sure, to all of you, a particularly contrarian period in my mm-hmm. life. Um, which means that... Too. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, which means that I don't know that I had any taste as much as I disliked everybody else's taste. Mm-hmm. And so... But my freshman year... You were really um, set up for the Young Restless Reform Movement, by the way. Right? Oh, I was just... You were just primed, you were poised, for, yes, just primed exactly. for cage stage, ready like, to be mad at everybody. You were just poised. Insisted that I was the smartest one in the room. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Everybody loved me. Um, I roomed next to an aspiring filmmaker. Oh, boy. Um, that guy was always a fun time. No, they great. have those at yeah. Christian College? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they it's just haven't seen any movies. It's because they... <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's, they, saw, they saw Requiem for a Dream once and we're like this is yeah the they're like now i'm gonna film. make the chosen right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, uh 
Well, and it, it was him and then like the brooding philosophy major rooming oh, together. Oh, that's a fun so room. So one of them was filmmaker, <laughs> uh, artiste, and the other was brooding philosophy major who only listened to Radiohead. So oh. what I determined was... <laughs> I hate all of that. Nobody's playing Madden in that I room late at films, night. I hate artsy films. I hate Radiohead. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, and I hated philosophy, which mm-hmm. has, hasn't really changed all that much either. Um, so I, th- yeah, that's, I don't know that I have anything seminal as much as I was more like, well, not that and not that. You knew that. what you were against. Yeah. My, I roomed with a guy who was a big U2 fan. That was still... like yep. At some point, U2 became like the whipping the whipping band of jokes. Like everybody's like, Oh, you too. They suck. And I was like, I don't know when they started sucking. I, but maybe it was, maybe it was when Apple forced them on us a few sure. years ago. But, but in the early two thousands, you too was kind of yeah. peak. It was, well, they you know, kind of, they had a resurgence right at that time. Yeah. Bono's saving the world. He's like yeah. going to Congress. Yeah, doing the they're, 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 you know, yeah. they're, they're selling out stadiums and everybody's calling it a religious experience and yeah. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of that era. So I got into you a little bit. Yeah, huge. Very similar. Our light show is incredibly 75 people in a room that seats 150. I'm not better. You know, (laughs) (laughs) religious uh, experience. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't, yeah, in terms of seminal, it it really was more an exercise in, like, being a jerk. Yeah, interesting. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Dude, for me, I, um, the, the, the guys that I played football with, we really latched onto this movie called Tombstone. Oh, yeah, any, yes. any Tombstone fans? Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge, yeah. Let's clap it up for Tombstone. Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer. It's an incredible film. It's an incredible. I watch it annually. Just yeah. watched it. Yeah. Pulled the trigger on this t-shirt. This is Doc Holliday. It says, say when. Um, <laughs> I wanted to embody that character. Like, like 19-year-old me. Which w- would... Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Okay. Yeah, I just everything like Doc that came was out, your guy. Doc was my guy. All dude. Right. Everything he said was really cool. He looked really confident. Like he didn't have trouble talking to people. I thought it would be an yeah, trouble, trouble talking breathing. at all. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, when he, as he was hacking up a lung at the right. end to put a fine point on it. I didn't want that part necessarily. Right. But right. Uh, you is that live. when you started smoking too? Just to be like <laughs> Doc? I, I did, no, I didn't experiment with smoking until much later. But uh, but no, I I thought Doc was great. And um, record wise. It was like heavy metal that would scare Taylor kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had this poster in What's my it, room. like Linkin Park? No, no, no. This is pre that. Uh, there was this metal band called Pantera. Yes. And they had a cover. They had a record called Vulgar Display of Power. And the, the cover was like a fist hitting a face in slow motion. And I thought this would be a really nice idea to put that up in the dorm. And I, went, I wondered why girls didn't enjoy dropping by there, you know, for like open dorm hours. And so like they didn't have rules against that. I was doing everything wrong. No, they, if, it, if, it had, if it had said like a bad word, they would have made me take it down. It. But it was just a fist hitting a face. Just so a no vulgar display of power. Yeah, yeah, no exactly. Deal. No, that was yeah. nice. It was a nice workaround. That's actually how people at Taylor would describe something profane. Right. Like, that was a vulgar display of power. Right. That's yeah. right. So they, they, they thought it was very articulate. Yeah. I had some nice conversations with my RA about it. You know, it was a good, it was a good conversation good starter. Hey, listeners. These last three episodes of the Happy Rant podcast are brought to you by the New English Translation of the Bible, and particularly the Timeless Truths Bible that they have put out. The New English Translation is the newest full translation from the original languages. So not just a revision of a previous translation, but a fresh new translation by a collection of wonderful scholars. It's a great translation. It's one that I look forward to using in my next reading of the Bible. I like to change translations every year or two to keep it fresh, to see things that I might have otherwise missed, and I'm eager to dig into the New English Translation. The Timeless Truths Bible is one that they have just released, which includes devotional notes and commentary from a variety of theologians and pastors, 
but not just contemporary ones going back to the era of the church fathers from the second century all the way up to the present day. So being able to see how the Bible has been translated, has been understood, and how the the gospel is coherent across the centuries. It includes creeds and confessions that date back to those early centuries of the faith as well. Again, seeing the foundation that our faith is built on, and then it's beautifully designed with wonderful artwork. If you go to TimelessTruthsBible.com, that's TimelessTruthsBible.com, you can learn more about it, you can order a copy, you can check out the whole translation. Again, it's the New English translation. Um, We encourage you to do so. I'm eager to get my hands on one of these Bibles and to dig into this wonderful new translation from Thomas Nelson Bibles. Baby, what about you? Sem- seminal movie, seminal like musical experience. I, I know mean, you yeah, have. Yeah, I mean, it was it was all just kind of your alternative, you know, snobby yeah. John Hughes '80s stuff like The Smiths and Order, and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, all that kind of stuff. All, all the music that all of your friends that you surrounded yourself was listening to, but you all convinced yourselves you were the only ones listening to. That right. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Just me and the, the hundred people I know that just, listen yeah, to music. Just, yeah. In, just insufferable like snobbiness like, we, yeah. like nobody gets what we're nobody gets so if what you we're went to a here. show and and there was you know three thousand people there were you mad at the other two thousand that's a great question were you like were you side-eyeing them and like evaluating those people no, to see because, like how in in they were no you know because I mean? at, at the time because we, we were still in christian culture right so mm-hmm. we were no, so there we, weren't three thousand person no concerts. there were there were not we, we were going to sort of the christian alternative Sort of like versions of those oh. artists. Now, was there Christian mope rock? That's oh, that yeah. seems sort of at odds with yeah. there itself. Yeah. There were some bands at the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, what uh, what would a Christian mope rock show have looked like? So it like like happy people pretending to be sad. Yeah, or like much. yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. And then and <laughs> then asking you to sponsor a compassion child. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> exactly. no, no, no. That that that's we're not, not going to play until you. That was much late. That was Nashville. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what Nashville understood. But um, no, these would be I like had that experience. these would be like bands playing like a theater put on by a church in SoCal with you know sometimes there'd be three to five hundred people there. Yeah. It was, it was like it, it was it was like um. It was like an event. Yeah. You know, it was a happening. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, that's what me, my brother, I mean, there's all the stuff that influenced us. For all so, you guys kind of together are like, it's 85 and sunny every day. My dad makes seven figures in Silicon Valley, but we're really bummed out. You know, yeah, we're, we're much, just going yeah. to kind of mope around together, work it out. I here. mean, well, you I know. mean, SoCal is known as being mo- like, like Depeche Mode made it in the States because of their influence in Southern California specifically. Now, that's fascinating. So, I didn't yeah, know it's that. it's super fascinating. Like, so it's no, it's not. I would think they would have made it in somewhere like cold and Northeast. I know. Somewhere, I mean, they, or somewhere they academic. They've made know? it everywhere in the world. But like, yeah. they did this thing in Southern California in the 80s where they just exploded. They're selling out like the Rose Bowl and all this kind of stuff. Not the, so the was, Rose Bowl? Yeah. That's insane, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea this was yeah, part no, of the history. Yeah. So like there was something about sort of this like... This sort of this sunny SoCal disposition thing, and they just really, really were drawn to like bands like The Cure and Depeche Mode, and just these really melancholy. This is what West Coasters lie about. I, I mean, I'm just tell- back to that point. I, the, the Rose Bowl sold out pipe. I don't know. What That's to tell you. wild. No, dude. what I mean is like there's a sunny disposition, oh, and everything's yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. and then they're yeah. like, there's like this secret angst. Well, it's just yeah, it's not. It's yeah, it's like everybody's depressed. Like they're just depressed in a different way. I have one more. I have one more question on this, and then and then we'll get to the they're next just one. Depressed in a sunny way. You know. mm. Shoot, I forgot it, dude. <laughs> I had another question, well, laser specific like on that. Uh, yeah, it's feeling like a show. Guys, a little, let me check my uh, text message. Little little CTE question. moment for the boy. Um, <laughs> I want to, as we think about this this time period, 
Um, strengths and weaknesses. Like, what did we do well? Where were we deficient? Oh, man. 18 on. to 22. Trying to think of anything I did well. Oh, I'm sure there's a few. Sarcasm. Yeah. Jackassery. Uh-huh. Cage staging. How did that manifest at Wheaton? Were you like the whisper the funny thing in the classroom guy, or were you more out front with it? Or uh, It depends on how much I didn't like the person I was going to make fun of. Okay. You know, because there was a lot of just sort of peanut gallery, so you kind of yeah. sit in a place, and you kind of mutter to the people around you, and you get them laughing, so you get kind of sidelong glances from professors yeah. or chapel speakers or whoever. But if I really didn't like somebody, then I was happy to put them on blast in public, which is a thing I feel very bad about now. Uh, yeah. I very often I think I owe an apology to almost everybody I knew in college. Yeah, for for something. Yeah, John no, MacArthur's waiting for that right now. What's that? Time. You say John is? I didn't say anything. I've I've apologized to him. Did professors treat you differently because of who your dad was? Did you get that vibe at all? A couple. Uh, honestly, mostly on the. They they overcompensated mm. to in in a helpful way. So there was in one of my New Testament classes. Um, I was a Bible major because it was the only thing I was good at. Um, and uh, it, we were coming to the part in New Testament survey where we were going to look at the text on men's and women's roles in the church. Mm. And he pulled me aside. So he's like, you know, this is a Friday. He's like, all right, we're going to start this on Monday. And he pulled me aside on the way out of class and he said. I know your dad co-wrote like the book on complementarianism. You don't need to come to class if you don't want to. And this was one of those guys where like you wow. skip two classes and yeah. you get a, you get docked a letter grade. And he's like, you don't need to come to class if you don't want to, which was very kind of him. And then I proceeded to show up. He was an egalitarian. And then I argued with him like the punk that <laughs> I was. Boy. Because, <laughs> because he didn't want you to come to class, dude. <laughs> I know. He, he's like, you know what? Here's 50 bucks. Well, don't spend it all in was, one place, sweetheart. You know. Up to that point in the semester, I basically just sort of of drooled my way through that class just yeah. utterly bored and then that but you're was like the unit i have I'm an like, argument i'm like all right here we go and uh i i i'm sure i thought hey, i was did brilliant you really know all did you really have all your cbmw stuff down pat man i mean at that age i mean in the sense of being able to spit arguments that i had heard yes okay all right in terms of what i actually thought i was 18 you didn't really 19. Care. so how did yeah. you acquit yourself in that argument and how did the professor do did it fluster him that you were coming at him in such a way? I mean, this is a he's a he's one of the leading like scholars on John and, and mm. various parts of the New Testament. He's brilliant, and uh, and I wasn't, and so he would he. I think it was a little bit like when a dad wrestles with a four year old. He was going to mm. kick out, and the it. you yeah. know and the dad lies down, and the four year old's like, "I've got you pinned." That was me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's throwing no, you up in the air no, a couple times just because he can. You yeah. Know, yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, this hurts so much. You're so strong. I, th I think he was giving me that treatment. <laughs> That's in retrospect. At the time, I was certain that I won. He's oh, letting you win a little in bit. Ministry. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. 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 So, he, and I mean, he was, so he was gracious about it, though. He yeah. didn't, uh, he didn't slice and dice like I'm sure he could have. Yeah. And run, run circles around me intellectually. Yeah. Yeah. I know. What That's a cool. kind hearted egalitarian. What about you, baby? Are, and they are out there, Ronnie. Oh, man. Hold on. Big M just texted me. I must have said something. Hold Is on. it the egalitarian humor? It probably. Was. Yeah. Hold on. You want to read it out loud? Share it with the group? Let me, let me see what we're doing here. You said you're really texting. I, I am. <laughs> I, 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 have to, I, have, I have stuff going on. Yeah? What do you got going I on? I just have this show going on. Sabbatical's yeah. a busy thing, Ted. He's no. got things going on. I've been off for five weeks. Crazy we're ending this. I can't imagine why, you know. Oh, man. I don't know, man. That, that, that's a great question. Strengths and weaknesses. Um, I had no confidence. 
So I was one of those really? guys. Really? Yeah, zero. I, I would have I I benefited from some of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have benefited from some of that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, so I think that was like kind of the paralyzing thing for me was that it was, uh, yeah, I think it was just, I, I had all these big aspirations, mm-hmm. but I never really believed I was going to uh, get to any of them. Turns out I was correct, correct. <laughs> on many <laughs> yeah. of those. Now um, you were you weren't hanging. I, your, I wasn't wrong. Right? You weren't hanging your confidence out on that three point four GPA yeah, in the I valedictorian. Wasn't, I mean, I, I wasn't, you know. You know? And so <laughs> it was. Uh, I think that was probably the big thing. Was like I, yeah. I pre- we talked about this before. Yeah, I was super driven, mm-hmm. and so I would work kind of tirelessly at things that I was trying to pursue. Yeah, but the whole time I'm like, it's, you know, it ain't gonna work out. Oh it's yeah, you were hedging. Out. You were hedging emotionally, which I get. I yeah. totally get it. I know. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, kind of similar. I was shamefully not terribly interested in the local church. So I think if I'd had it to do over again, I think I had this feeling that because I was at a Christian college, I was good. Um, but I, I would have thrown myself into the, into local church life and, and just yeah. cared about my own spiritual development. I think more in that, in that window. But I think my only strength at that time was actual like physical strength. I could, <laughs> I could yeah, like too. bench press I'm, 400 pounds I'm, and I'm I was pushing cars up head. and down the room, but yeah. that, that was it. You know? I was I mean, black tights and Doc Martens, man. There was a lot of yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of yeah. physical strength there, but uh, no, I was bad at like I wouldn't talk to people. Like I, I didn't talk in the classroom. I was deathly afraid of like Taylor kids and Taylor. And if I had a, to speak in a classroom, my face would get all red and I'd get all sweaty, and and you know I'd start overthinking. It was a real mess. Um, I could have benefited from some of that too. Yeah, no, it was not great though. I wish I, there's a part of me that wishes I could go back and redo college. Oh man. I feel like if I could do it now, I would have had a, a much greater time and be like, would have gotten more out of it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the things that we would redo. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. And a lot of it is just like attitude. No, that's right. You yeah, I mean? for sure. Like enjoying the things that you were pushing too hard in mm-hmm. that you were kind of miserable. Yeah. And you're, and you're putting all of your like persona stock in life and this yeah, one absolutely. thing that's it's not going to fulfill you yeah and i just kind of needed somebody back then to say you know what this is not going to make you happy so you know what's weird you invest say in some you, of these other things would you have listened no um but but you know what, it though, still would have been that's, nice to that's hear. why that's yeah. why i don't have i don't hold on to a lot of regrets because i think back and i'm like if a thousand wise people had given me the same piece of wise advice yeah i would have been certain that all of them were wrong it just depends on the person, though, too. Right? No, that's like, true. Yeah. I always feel like if I would have had the right, like, dude in my life, some mm. kind of a mentor that I respect. I had some guys that were like that. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't have, I, I, I was always running at a deficit of that. Yeah. And if I would have had somebody that just would have, like, uh, this is going to sound mopey, like, yeah, cared no. enough about me to, like, dive in and go, no, dude, let's talk about your life. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? What are you aiming for? How can I help? Where are you How placing can... your hopes? The you whole know, deal. That whole and, thing, and there was yeah. some of that. There were pockets of that because I was, I was still in the local church. But, dude, that's a weird time even to be in the local church, right? Because you're, you really are discovering yourself. You're trying to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. But you are taking advice piecemeal, right? Like, yeah. Because if it doesn't fit. You're totally misunderstood. Everybody's misunderstood at that age, right? Yeah. So if somebody's not completely locked into what you're doing, you're just saying, well, dude, you just don't understand what I'm aiming for. Yeah. So like that advice is not necessarily bad advice, but, but you're not, you don't really know what I'm trying to do. Yes. So it doesn't really apply. And what you realize later is, oh, that totally, that yeah. 100%. You're like, applies. oh, he took that straight out of Proverbs. And yeah, uh, it applies to everyone. Yeah, that was actually I scripture. Ignored. I don't know why I was yeah, saying that yeah. didn't apply. No, <laughs> I know. It. I don't I like that one. You're quoting the Psalms. Why did I just refute all of that? So real quick, one last question, and then we'll take a little break. Um, what do we miss about life then? So when you think about life then, 
you know, would have been late nineties, early two thousands for you, mid nineties for me, um, late seventies for you. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> no. What do you, what do you miss about life? I'm doing these next two episodes. Um, um, go, go ahead. ahead. You me? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I think about this a lot, man. No, I know. Me too. Um, yeah. There was a, and this is not the case for everybody. So let me qualify that. Mm -hmm. But there was, there was a profound um, lack of complication mm. in my life. Yeah. Due to the fact that, you know, I was just one guy doing one thing. Yeah. And it was before you had this life where there's all these things shooting in and out of it. You could say, well, that's self-induced. Okay, well, everything's self-induced. You, know, you know, a lot of things are self-induced. Um, but there was, I, what I loved about it was just like the, it was, it was the lack of complication. And it was the fact that you, you were, hint, it, it was a false hope. Yeah. But your whole life was hinging on hope. I know. Because you were like, I want to do this. I think I can get there. What if, what if, what if? And so, like, it was kind of the juice that kept you going. Now, again, it was, you know, as you grow more spiritually mature, you realize, well, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was a bit of a Trojan horse. And yeah, stuff, right. right. But, um, but it, was, it was just, it, it was very streamlined. Yeah. Because you, there weren't so many, there were no responsibilities in your life, and you could just focus on one thing. And at some point, that ends, and it can never go back. Yeah. Yeah. And the internet came and it, and it kind of brought with it the expectation that you could know everybody and do everything. And, and I think yeah, and that was all pretty, kind of, what we talked about on the, on the show last week, like yeah. there was that there was that sense of like, everything was still very analog and yeah. you're, you're anticipating just, the date with your lady. Things. It's yeah. Not right. Constant conversation. Right. You have to make plans to meet up with people cause there's no in between. Like yeah. we go, we can figure this out last minute. There's no last minute stuff. Um, so there was something kind of pure about it. That yeah. was, I mean, it's all you knew. So it, dude, you're using maps. Like part of my job, oh, when, yeah, 100%. when I lived in India, I worked for a radio station and part of my job was like driving a big van all over the city for like these promotions. And I didn't know where I was going. With I had a face in a map. Yeah. You, I had my face in a map and I'm yeah. like, oh, I could take, you know, I know um, it was actually the one thing you felt like you were good at. Well, and there was a sense of achievement yeah, to it where it's like, Oh, I successfully drove the van to the South yeah. side. You know, like, look, I'm practically a math. I'm genius. a real man. You right. know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really getting Who it done college? here. I can do math on a map. Exactly. Right. No, I'll go I'm to a, seminary three times instead. I miss that too. I miss the, the juice that comes from false hopes, you know, like, yeah. Like you are anticipating things at such a high level. I wish I could say that I don't have any false hopes anymore, but I was just talking to Big M literally this morning on our drive up, and I was like, I just got to get rid of the 19 false hopes that are still lingering Dude, from see, like 20 so, now years this ago. Is a, this is a fascinating thing, though, about you. I think one of the more interesting things about you is that you still do have the false hopes. Yeah. I don't. Like, yeah. I've disabused myself of it, and there's a part of me that misses it. Like truly, yeah. I see you getting jazzed for these books that are going to sell four copies, and I'm I like, mean, "Gosh, that's yourself, sweet," man. you know. Yeah, I would like it if Ted would speak for himself. Are you guys with me? <laughs> it's kind of cute, though, man. You're getting all fired up for it, and you know, I miss it. Like, false hopes. I have false hopes. You know, shout out he false had hopes. False hopes. <laughs> exactly. I, oh, I like it. I like it. We no, got to do a little singing tonight. Yeah, like, yeah. Huh? Um. All right, Pipe, what do you miss about life then? And then we'll give these fine people a break. Well, I mostly am fascinated by the fact that you guys define that period of life by this. I mean, we've talked about this before. I think we wrote about it in the Happy Rant book. But the, I wish all I could of these, remember what we wrote about. All of these Happy dreams for the future. I had none. Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, I wasn't hopeless. I just sort of was like, life's going to be fine. Why? Because I'm going to do fine at life. But 
I had zero picture of. I had no ambition. Like you're zero like, I'm going to be the president of Bethlehem Seminary. So you just like knew that uh, you were owning that. So let me ask you a question about I, that. I don't want that then, now, or ever, dude. Foundational to my life, and probably foundational to yours. Tell me if this is true or not. I spent a lot of time driving around, and in the driving around time, I was listening to music. The driving around time was hugely shaping. The driving around time was hugely, hugely shaping, shaping because I'm listening to music and I'm dreaming about my life. It's all fantasy. It's all fantasy, There's dude. no dialogue. Yep. There's no interaction. I'm the hero. It's, it's I'm good at talking in those, in those fantasies. You have nothing yeah. to do yeah. with fantasy. Well, but you're thinking about your life and you're 100%. thinking about your lady and you're thinking about oh, where are we going to live? What's it going to look like? What am I going to be doing? Yeah, 100%. So you're telling me you didn't do this. Like, what did you think about no. when you were driving around? None of what you just said. <laughs> yeah. I really want to know what the driving Resound, around like, like resonates with me in the slightest. Yeah. Pipe, was there, I mean, uh, yeah. Dude, I miss driving around like that. Sometimes I'll drive around now. Just to drive around. Tell me if you do this. I don't do it. I'm in a small town. I get to everything. I, I, yeah, you get to I don't everything. even get to the chorus of yeah, a you song. Yeah, right. you're getting halfway through the first verse the, and you're there. The first verse, yeah. I've arrived. See, I got a I've little, arrived at Dunkin' Donuts. I got know. a little more of a drive in my area. I'm getting like two, two and a half songs yeah, down no, on my commute. Great. That's killer. But it, but it, and I try to do it, right? I try yeah. sometimes to do the dreaming and the, and the envisioning, but it doesn't work like well, it Well, no, used it's, to. yeah, it's, you're yeah. I mean, um, unless you're like me and you have. Yeah, you fall. False <laughs> hopes. So, Pipe, I want to push you on this. What did you, again, what did you no talk about, you or what about. did you think about when you were driving around? Like current things, current events? Pipe's like, I didn't have a thought. <laughs> Pipe's like, I didn't think. Do you think about girls? No, I mean, like, is she, she going to say yes the, this the, weekend the to go same, out with the me? The same or? is no? true today as was then. Like, yeah. driving is turn my brain off time. Okay. I don't think Can you tell me about how, that, how you do, how I, one do I don't, that. I'm not like processing through stuff while I drive. I'm not process something at all. I'm like, I'm processing know. four other things right now as I'm talking to you guys. I are you think a phone call guy when you're driving? Are you? Are you? Getting no. somebody on the line. You're no, calling Jared. No. I don't do oh. phone calls. Talking some hopes See, and that, dreams with him. No, doing a little, hard no for that either. Vision. That's that's no. turning vision work. On. No, no yeah. zero. Yeah. No, I so <laughs> I haven't talked on the phone literally in 14 years. Dude, I hate talking. <laughs> What's well, like so stressful? Much. Like, yeah. why is somebody calling? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's not what we use Boomers. these things for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I. Y'all made me lose a my train of thought. A phone call means one thing. Oh. Something's wrong. Bad news. Somebody yeah. died. Yeah. Something's yeah. wrong. I was, I was way more extroverted at that point in life than okay. I am now. Once you have small children, your extroversion level diminishes because they suck all the energy out of you. Mm. So I've, that, that's shifted. Yeah. But at that point, I just was constantly looking for people to hang out with so yeah. like all right well that's legit which pipe. which is part of the reason why like driving and all of the dreaming and whatever like it was basically on or off yeah. so it was like people on alone off Interesting. and uh the only thing that i that i can think of that i really miss is how easy it was to make real friends yeah, yeah. particularly in the christian college environment it's like a it's like a petri dish for friendships. They're like, here, we're just gonna throw a bunch of you in there and see what grows. And Dude, some I of miss, it's awful, and some of it's really cool. I miss hanging out, doing nothing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we and yeah, just sitting around in a dorm room, like throwing a Nerf football back and forth and talking about who knows what until all hours. But just the to this day, some of the friends who I count my closest are friends who I made when I was eighteen, nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. and and you're still tight with them. Yeah, wow. I mean, geography makes it harder to be yeah. as tight, but. It's the kind of thing when, when, when we end up in the same place, we can pick up right where we left off, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, it's hard to make friends as a grown-up. You know, it just doesn't, it, it's not well, nearly, it's, just it's fr- not. It just looks different. It has to look different. Yeah, but I mean, like, but, it, but in college, like, I remember first week in school, I met a guy, like, on the dorm elevator, 
struck up a conversation, something about books, because it was Whedon. We had something in common. And within a week, uh, we, were, we were tight friends. And by the end of college, like we were standing up in each other's weddings. We keep up now. Yeah. Uh, his wife was in Nashville for a conference recently and came and visited huh? the church and like, yeah. you know, and so came and said hi and, and all of this stuff. And I'm like, this friendship develops as easily as like, like, hey, accidental. Yeah. It was like, hey, have you heard of this author? And like all of a sudden, best friends. I mean, it's, it's like that scene from, uh, from Step Brothers. Like, did we just become best friends? Yeah. And yes. Step Brothers, Mazzy. Y- yes, you <laughs> did. And it was and it was that dumb and that easy. Yeah, I love how he just said like he met a guy. He met a guy. You met a guy. Yeah, we met a lot of guys over the years, baby, in this business. You know, a lot of guys promising a lot of things. A lot of guys promising a lot of things. Hey, I think we've promised each other a lot of things. We've promised each other. We've come through on a lot of them. Come true? Have they? I mean, yeah. If the promise was. So you're going to prom- do a book with me that's going to sell 12 copies? Then yes, you're, you've been very trustworthy in that regard. I'm tired yeah. of the hype on that. It's sold, the, it's sold more The than problem 12. with that's live right. shows is that when you guys do this, mm-hmm. I can't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> when we're recording at home, Grab your I, can, phone, I can do yeah, anything yeah. else I want while you guys do whatever this is. You get a lot is. done on that thing, as it yeah, turns 100%. out. I have, I have answered so many emails, text messages, oh, doodled. Like, dude, the happy rent is the most productive I've, time written of my half day. A, written half a book. Literally the most productive time dude, of my day. Dude, I used to open my mail on the stuff. program. Oh, 100%. Remember that? Yeah. I finished writing my sermons. Unload the dishwasher a little emails, bit. All the emails. Dishwasher. The I mean, sermons are really vibrant. Clean the house. You do them when we start talking sports. He's like, ah, sermon points. I don't know if the sermons have points or yeah, if it's like yeah, free, free-flowing thought or whatever. You know what? I got a, I got a promise to make to these fine people. Yeah, we got to shut this That down. we're going to wrap the app we and we're going to give them a nice break. They're going to have some nice snacks and they're going to come back refreshed and full of life because these are beautiful people, dude. Um, they're beautiful Thanks people. Thanks for coming for, out, guys. For coming out. Yeah, thank you for coming out. More apps. That wasn't a give sign yourselves off. a hand. That sounded like a sign-off the way I said that. What's that? That sounded like a sign-off the way yeah, I said you, that. Yeah, yeah, you do. You sound like a sign-off. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what we've done. We've done what we always do on this program. We've wandered to and thro- <laughs> to and throw. Yeah, I'm fumbling. I've do only been over. doing this for a decade. Oh my gosh, man. Our, our audio guy can. No cut wonder that why out. we have paid that editor so much money, man. On the weekend, <laughs> folks. I wonder why we don't make any money on this show. <laughs> we've done what we always do on this program, and that we've wandered to and fro throughout several topics. And until next time. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey, listeners. These last three episodes of the Happy Rant podcast are brought to you by our longtime partner and good friends at Visual Theology. If you visit visualtheology.church, you can see the full array of resources they offer for Bible study, for Bible teaching. So if you are a you're a Bible teacher, you're a youth minister, you're a college minister, you homeschool your kids, or you just uh, you invest a lot in family discipleship or your own personal growth, they offer amazing resources that put deep biblical and theological truths into visually captivating and clear uh, expressions so that you can you can begin to see what uh, what the words on the page express in the bible so uh it it just helps the bible come to life it helps it helps a lot of innocuous things 
spring forth. It helps you make connections in scripture you wouldn't have otherwise made. And the designs are spectacular. So again, visit visualtheology.church. They have memberships. So if this is something that you want to use on an ongoing basis, you can do so for your classroom, for your uh, the ministry at your church, whatever it is you've got going. You can make an individual purchase of a book, of a poster, of curriculum. They offer a full array. Be sure to check them out. Uh, they have offers for discounts on your first purchase as well. So visualtheology.church. Be sure to check them out. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.